BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Listener, how are you? I hope you're well. Today, we're going to be talking about some behind-the-scenes stuff. Because I've talked about this on other podcasts. And I'm not one to really talk a lot about the creative process on the Patreon and the fireside chats, etc. But I thought today I would give you a bit of a peek behind the curtain and we talk a little bit about narration styles, right? Now, I'm not sure if you've ever noticed it, but when most people narrate anything, they kind of affect a reading voice. You know, it's, it's different from your normal voice. It's part of the reason why when I do a fireside chat, most of the time I'm talking right down to you, and you just get to hear my traditional, regular, off-the-cuff voice. Now, there have been ones that are more scripted for Halloween specials, Christmas specials, etc., where I want to tell a more cohesive story, so I produce it like I would any other episode. But recently, I've been scaling back on the more conversational, kind of spooky style I had of narrating the podcast originally. And so what I would do originally is I would bring my voice down like this, and it was quieter. But what would happen is my audio leveler would bring my voice up, speaking low like this. And it would give the podcast that flavor that I initially wanted with the podcast. Because when I started creating the show, there really wasn't that many of us. There wasn't really any expectations from the audience. There wasn't any sort of blueprint for what you were doing. And the way that I decided to differentiate myself at the time is I leaned very heavily into a campfire, sort of sitting around the fire with your crazy uncle while he's drinking Jack Daniels and telling you about true crime style. But as the years have went on and pushing seven years now, I've been podcasting 
I've gotten better at my craft. I've gotten better at writing. I've gotten better at producing. I have felt that I need to lean less on gimmickry, you know, like let the content speak for itself. And so recently, my narration style has switched to a more audiobook style where it's closer to if I was reading, I don't know, a page from a book directly to my wife or something, you know, where I'm making the podcast and the story and the crimes, etc. I'm trying to take the focus completely off myself. And so the purpose of this new narration style is, yeah, I want me to disappear into the background and you to be able to focus more on what's being told to you and less about the production side of things. Yeah, I think that a lot of people that are subscribed now, you know, they weren't there sort of like from the beginning to sort of see that like natural evolution. But if you ever heard like the original produced episodes, which a lot of them have been recreated and kind of updated into a more modern style. But the, those original uh, true crime episodes, you know, for Obscura, there was a lot more of the campfire elements. You could hear steps through the woods and um, even <laughs> birds and everything else going on in the background. Cr- you know, the crackling fire was even more common than it is now. I do know people love that, and I that's why I still include it in the show. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not forgetting where I came from. But I do know that sometimes a little bit more minimalism goes a long way, right? And so for you OGs that enjoy the campfire and, you, you know, you enjoy that, like, sort of being brought into this production style of, uh, you know, just a, a spooky atmosphere and everything, those elements are still there for you. But... As far as the, you know, leaning into the campier side of things, as the show progressed and then Black Label was introduced and I got more serious about my writing and more hands on, like more hands on with every aspect of the show, it began to feel forced kind of driving these production elements into the show. And if you've been there from the beginning, there's been a few things that kind of went away. I used to include sound effects uh, in some of the original episodes. And right away, people were like, hey, that's distracting. Like, I don't want to hear gunshots. I don't want to hear glass breaking. And there are like occasions where I think a little soft background noise can add something. But I think overall, it's subtraction by addition, right? Like, Adding these elements takes you out of the podcast. And so for me, I'm leaning more into addition by subtraction. Keeping the things that keeps the show grounded where it is now, right? Keeping UOGs happy and and keeping the flavor of Obscura alive while also allowing the work to speak more for itself. And I think that overall, that's a positive choice. detective came and knocked on the door and I said is it Renee and he just gave me that solemn look it was the worst day ever the proof podcast is back with a new case and a new season 23 years ago 18 year old Renee Ramos went missing 
Her body was later found in an empty Home Depot building on the edge of town. I don't think that they arrested the right people. It's about time somebody's trying to do something. She had a black eye about two weeks before she was murdered. They are involved. They definitely had her body and her backpack. You know people are going to judge you, right? Of course. They're judging me now. They've been judging me damn near my whole life. You can listen now to season two of Proof, wherever you get your podcasts. And follow along with us as we reinvestigate the murder at the warehouse. I have to ask, did you kill Renee? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And so, yes, I have gotten a few questions basically saying like, hey, you know, what's with the new narration style and everything else. But overall, people seem pretty positive to it. You know, just me more straightforwardly reading you the case. And, you know, every day, you know, I create more and more content and I hope to continue to improve and evolve and change for you because I never want to just be stationary. You know, I always want to stay hungry in creating this content and be groundbreaking and experimental at times. I know to some degree you can never please everyone. Like uh, I released that Black Label episode the other day and I got messages where it's like, wow, that's one of your best episodes ever. You know, it was brave of you to speak about your brother. And then the audio you played that featured, you know, some pretty brutal stuff. You know, it really drove the point home. But then there was a few messages where people were like, hey, why is that Black Label? And it's just like an example of you can't please everyone. You know what I mean? Like you can play real world audio of extremely dark stuff, but sometimes these things, you know, they're not dark enough for every person. And then sometimes like with the animal episodes, very controversial, too dark, right? Like it's, it's, it's a balancing act. And that's just on a micro level. Every single thing you do with creating something like this is a balancing act, right? You are balancing pleasing your own artistic interests, pleasing the audience that enjoys everything you do, while also displeasing the people that are more vocal with their criticisms, right? And so these things are going to happen every time you create something. Um, Anything in that world, you know, there's going to be a little bit of A, B, and C. And you can just try to navigate it the best you can. And so I hope you enjoy the decisions I continue to make. Um, I always take into consideration your opinions, your criticisms. Uh, the, of course, the positive comments as well are always very appreciated. 
and I always try to take care of you guys here. Um, I meant to record this episode yesterday, but we had some construction going on in the parking lot and there really was just no time to record it. They were extremely loud and I'm not going to sit there and edit out like, you know, people working in gravel. Uh, but I'm happy that I'm getting it out to you today. And I have another episode coming up for you that will be definitely dropping tomorrow. And then after that, I'm going to be focusing on getting another disaster and hopefully a much earlier black label for you guys, because black label is one of those things that tend to come out at the very end of the month. And the reason why is that I have all of these responsibilities with advertisers where basically black label sort of has to end up the last thing that gets released because I have to meet those responsibilities and get the other content out the door before I can get to black label for the sort of, uh, you know, the private feed, the black label feed. And, you know, obviously if it were up to me, you know, the black label content would be some of the first content that I get out the door because that's what, where I love to be. I love exploring the abyss with you. Uh, I, I love experimenting with content. It allows me to try different things and, uh, you know, more surprising things. And I, I, I feel less constrained by Black Label. But, you know, sometimes my hands are tied as far as what I can work with. But I'm going to try to get Black Label out much earlier this month. I'm going to do my best. Uh, you know, as long as I can get through my other commitments in reasonable time. And I hope you guys really enjoy the upcoming Black Label because I, I think you're going to love it. I really do. I'm going to continue to fire out these fireside chats as well. I know some of you might find today's a bit more boring, kind of peek behind the curtain stuff, you know. Uh, but, you know, occasionally I kind of want to start letting you guys in more on this sort of like creative process if it's not too boring for you. You know, if everyone's like, ah, this kind of sucks, we prefer the other stuff. I get it. You know, trust me, I do. But yeah, uh, I, I think that's primarily uh, what I had to talk about today. Um, I hope you don't mind the kind of soft move towards a more clean narrative style, uh, the sort of more audiobook style. Uh, I've kind of prefer, I've kind of preferred it. It feels like a little bit less of a, like a gimmick. Uh, but yeah, anyway, thank you for listening and keep the fire burning. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.